0: One morning in Chaydesh Elol, the Tzadik Rabbi Levi Yitzchak of Barditchev davened early as usual, but, to the surprise of his Talmidim, he finished more quickly than usual. Before they had a chance to think any further about it, he called a few of them to him and told them he wished them to accompany him immediately on a journey to a certain nearby village. They called a balagola, a wagon driver, to take them to this place. As soon as the balagola and the droshka were ready, the Rebbe and his tamidim settled themselves in the carriage, and off they went. After a few hours of travel, they reached a thick forest. The Rebbe told the driver to unharness the horses and feed them, as for the Rebbe, he walked into the depths of the forest from where was soon heard a most melodious sound. It was the Rebbe, singing in his sweet voice. The Talmidim recognized that the Rebbe was saying till him. Two hours later, the Rebbe stood up, made his way back to the carriage, and instructed the Balagola to harness the horses again, as they would soon be on their way. The Talmidim realized that the Rebbe hadn't touched any food that day, even though it was not a tiny sibor. This meant it must be a very important mission indeed. As they turned a bend in the road, the rooftops of some houses came into view, and the Rebbe told the Balagola to stop at a certain house where they would be davening Mincha. They had no time to appreciate the beauty of the magnificent house. Before the horses and the carriage came to a complete stop, the Talmudim were startled by the sudden sight of a man rushing out at them from the house. He was a big man of strong physique, of military bearing, and looked like a general. He had no beard. No hat, curly hair, and a big black mustache, which was bristling with anger. His eyes were bloodshot, and his face was red as he screamed at them to leave immediately. He didn't look friendly at all, and he soon proved it by taking out a pistol from his leather belt and pointing it at them. To complete the terrifying picture, a black dog came racing out of the house, jumping at the carriage and barking savagely. This dog was well-known by the local Jews as the Schwarze Klippa, the black hound, who tormented them whenever they got close. Everyone was afraid, except for the Bardichev Rebbe, who calmly rose from his seat and began to climb down from the carriage. This infuriated the angry military man, and he took aim with his revolver to shoot the Rebbe. It gave a little click, and that was all. The man opened the revolver to make sure it was in working order, and it was. Again, he took aim, determined not to miss but he didn't notice that the angry black dog, the Schwarze Klipper, had hurled itself forward at the Rebbe, And as the gun fired, the dog jumped at the Rebbe and was hit by the bullet and fell to the ground, dead. At the same moment, one of the Talmidim had jumped in front of the Rebbe to save the Rebbe's life, which was doubly in danger, danger from the bullet and danger from the mad dog. This angry, murderous military man was the owner not only of the house, but of many large estates around, and was a very powerful man in those parts of the country. But at this particular moment, his power seemed to have left him. He stood there looking helpless and bewildered. So, when one of the Talmidim went to him and told him that their teacher and master was none other than the famous tzaddik Rabbi Levi Yitzchak of Berdichev, and that the Rebbe wished to enter the house to davin Mincha, the man just nodded and led them forward as if he were in a dream. Many Jews from the surrounding farms heard of the arrival of the Bredet Rebbe at the home of the landowner, and they came to pay their respects to the Rebbe. They were all dressed in their Shabbos clothes, and when they arrived, the landowner greeted them quite warmly. They would never have believed it possible for a man to change so much in such a short time. They knew him well as an angry drunk who tormented and threatened them day in and day out. But now his wild look was gone, as was his arrogance. Instead, there appeared before them a kind host with a warm smile and a friendly greeting for all of them. He ordered his servants to have everyone seated in his large dining hall and served them with whiskey, beer, herring, and fruit. He knew what Jews were permitted to eat at his table. After they had partaken of the food and drink and they had benched, the Bardichev Rebbe announced that it was time for Maidiv. So all of the Jews rose and the Rebbe davined the Omad. Many of the Jews had only heard of the British of the Rebbe, but had not until then had the honor of meeting the Rebbe. They now gazed upon him in awe, as he stood before them, davening with such kavanah and such a tefillah like they had never heard before, so they all davened along with him. Strangest of all, the landowner stood by as if he was spellbound, a look of wonder on his face as he listened to the voice of the Rebbe. Just as they were about to finish Mairev, they were all startled by a cry from the landowner. His body was shaking with deep sobs, and he ran out of the room with his hands covering his tear-stained face. The Rebbe did not show any surprise, and the Talmudim now realized that the purpose of this entire trip was for this landowner, who they now suspected was a Jew and whom their Rebbe had come especially to see. The Rebbe and the Talmidim retired to a separate room that had been set apart for them, and they began to discuss various topics of Torah learning with the Jews from the local neighborhood. Suddenly the landowner appeared his eyes red and swollen from weeping, his face with a very serious expression. He slowly approached the group, and with a voice full of emotion, he said to them in broken Yiddish mixed with Polish, My dear friends, I hardly know how to begin to say what I wish to tell you. Please be patient with me. Do not fear me anymore. I know I have a fearsome reputation amongst the Jews, and I know I deserve it. How bitterly I now regret all the terrible things I've done to you over the years. May God Almighty forgive me. I must have been out of my mind. Believe it or not, I was born a Jew. Do not be too hard upon me, he continued, as some of the Jews gazed at him in amazement. Try to understand what happened to me and how because of these happenings I forgot that I was a Jew and finally even became an anti-Semite. You see, he continued, when I was quite young, I was forced to join the army, and I did so well that I was quickly promoted from rank to higher rank until I was appointed to be one of the officers of the king's bodyguard. I hadn't told anyone that I was a Jew, and I was accepted by all as one of them. I soon really became one of them, and when they made fun of the Jews, I did likewise. And when they did even worse thing to the Jews, I was quite ready to join them. Oy, my fellow Jews, he cried out in a broken voice, please help me to live again as a Jew. I will do anything. Listening to the holy Bardicheva Rebbe just now has opened my eyes and my heart. I truly feel that I belong to you. Please believe me and show me the way. The Rebbe took the landowner into a private room, and it was some hours later that the Rebbe emerged and gave instructions for the Balagola to take them all back to Bardichev. The landowner lost no time. The very next day, he sold all of his estates and property and then disappeared. The Bardichev Rebbe and his Talmudim, however, could have told everyone that the landowner was now spending all of his time learning all over again how to live as a good Fromyid, of whom his fellow Jews could at last be so proud.